listening to Over the Oxford podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Hello and welcome to this episode of Over the Oxford podcast. I want to talk today a little bit about how goals or even ideas or even being on some kind of journey or progression, how they move along and how to avoid getting stuck. Because it's so easy to get stuck, isn't it? It's one of those things where when you start something off, you've got all the enthusiasm in the world. And then in the middle, maybe your enthusiasm, determination just wanes a little bit. And then if you can't see the goal, if the goal doesn't seem to be getting any closer, if the goal has to change, if you have to pause for whatever reason on your goal, then sometimes getting that motivation back is really difficult. So I suppose what we want to do is to avoid getting into the situation where we stutter and instead we continue going forwards rather than stopping. So I want to give you a little analogy. I want you to imagine that you are going in a car to a new place and you're very, very pleased about going to this new place, this new destination, and you've put it into your sat-nav and you've made all the plans. You've even looked on the internet for the map just in case you need to know something about the driving directions. And so you get in your car and off you go. And you might have your favorite podcast on, you might have an audio book, or maybe you're just listening to the sat-nav because maybe, you know, you've got to that point in the journey where you don't really know where you're going or where you are. You know, that point where you've reached the edge of your universe. You've you've kind of thought, ooh, I'm getting to the point now where I don't really know where I am. I'm just hoping and praying that this sat-nav keeps going. Well, I want you to imagine that for whatever reason, the sat-nav doesn't keep going. For some reason, the sat-nav just stops working and you can't get it back. Now, you've got a bit of an idea of where you're going. You've got a bit of an idea of some of the road numbers. You've looked it up. You don't know the way completely, but you've got an idea. So you decide just to keep going. You you know you're going to be heading in roughly the right direction. And then you get to a junction and you can't remember which way to go. Do you go left? Do you go right? Do you continue straight on? And you know that the road kind of might loop round at some point. Is this the road that loops round? You know roughly whether you want to go north or south or east or west or some combination. But you really don't know at this junction whether you need to go left or right. So you have a little thing because you're thinking, okay, I want to go in this direction. That's where I'm heading. That's where my destination is. You look at the road signs and you can see names of different towns. And maybe you get a bit of an idea from that because you think, oh, I think that's on my way. And maybe that gives you an idea. And maybe you look at the towns and gosh, I do this a lot. And you don't know 
where any of them are in relation to each other. You may have heard of these towns, but your geography isn't the best. And you're thinking, is that more north or is that more south? And so you're pondering at this junction and you're quite calm about it because you know you'll get there, but you're just not sure at this moment whether it's left, right or straight ahead. And as you're thinking, another couple of cars come up behind you and you realise you've got to make a decision and you've got to just chance it and just try one of those three options. And so you do. And sometimes this works out, doesn't it? You know, sometimes you're driving along and the next sign that you see is for a road that you really know or, you know, you know you should be on that road or you see the name of a town and it's a big town and you know that that's either your destination or it's definitely on the way and you sort of smile to yourself and you think, oh, wow, (laughs) I got it right. And then how many times, this is definitely me now, have you thought, oh, it must be in that other direction. And so you go in the other direction and suddenly, you know, the roads start to get really narrow. You're on a single track. You're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm in this spider's web, you know, of little teeny tiny lanes. There's nowhere to pass. I don't know where I am. Now all the signs are showing villages. I have no idea where these villages are. I think I have gone completely the wrong way. And so then usually I'm very good at doing three-point turns or 33-point turns to get myself out and back the way I came. That is definitely very, very characteristic of me. I have been up more farmers' driveways in more kind of entrances into fields than I care to remember. And I go back to the place where I started at the junction and I think, well, it must be the opposite way then. So off I go. But at no point did I decide to just pull over and abandon my car. At no point did I decide that I got it all wrong and I was just going to go home. You know, I might sort of think about phoning if I'm meeting somebody. I might think about texting or phoning them to say, I might be a bit late. But usually I leave quite a bit of time anyway. I leave 15 minutes of what I call getting lost time. And I usually need at least five of those minutes as I fly past the destination or I I go up some wrong turn somewhere. And the analogy is that, you know, this is the way we progress. And we progress by making mistakes. Because the next time you go to that destination, you think, oh, yeah, this is that junction. And I mustn't go that way. Or again, if you're me, you get confused about which way you actually went and which way was the right way. And you usually go the wrong way all over again. And then you start smiling because you're like, oh yeah, this is the way I went that was completely wrong. What I'm saying is that as you go towards some kind of aim or goal or, you know, target, whatever you want to call it, that you don't give up you take action. You don't pause, you don't freeze, 
you don't undergo this fear of being wrong when you're in a car. You may need to phone a friend. You may need to desperately pull over and see if you can get that sat-nav working or get something on your phone. But you're always trying to find a way around it, aren't you? And that strikes me as the way that in an ideal world, we would progress through our challenges to get to where we want to be. We're constantly taking action. And one of the things that strikes me is that we often don't carry on because we're at that junction and we don't know whether it's left or right or straight ahead. We have no idea. And we get into that analytical phase. We get into analysis paralysis where you then do a left turn or a right turn or go straight ahead because, gosh, that could be wrong, you know, and if that's wrong, then you've failed and you've got it wrong. But it's really not like that, is it? It's really something quite different. Because if you imagine yourself then back in your car, you wouldn't do that in a car. You'd somehow muddle through. You'd find a way. And that's almost what I'm saying here, that the failure part of it is sort of part of the journey, that you find a way of not doing the correct route. But that's all it is. It's a blip. And if you've left your 15 minutes of getting lost time, so you acknowledge that you may get lost and you acknowledge that it doesn't really matter if you get lost because you've got this leeway and that you will get to the place in plenty of time and you will get there. So there's a really nice quote that I think I'll end on. And that is a quote by Michael Burnoff, who says, failure proves that you're making progress. So anytime that you feel stuck again, and maybe there's some indecision about taking action, and then, you know, you lapse into inaction, create a little bit of momentum by just taking a little bit of action. And if that ends up being the so-called wrong way to go, the wrong action or in the wrong direction, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Because all of us can do three-point turns or 33-point turns, and that momentum will still carry you along to get the goal that you want. I hope you've enjoyed my musings. Take care, and I'll see you again very soon. 